thank you for tuning into the Schwartz Decks. I'm Lisa Quintero, Young Adult Librarian. And I am Nick Barron, patron and sometimes volunteer. This is a show where we talk to you about what we've been reading, listening to, or watching. But first... Library news! <laughs> uh, so first off, we are open to the public again. We opened on Tuesday of this week. So if you'd like to come in and browse, we are asking people to stay only for an hour uh, and you know, just conduct their library business within that time frame, whether you're using the computers or you're browsing and checking stuff out. Um, we have very limited seating, just like right before we closed in November, just to try and stop the spread of COVID. I mean, we're just, you know, following the things that the health department has told us to do, just like we have been all along. So that is what is going on with us. And then we have several events coming up. On Monday next week, we will have at our Tinker Lab to go. It's going to be a mini wind turbine. Uh, Tuesday, we've got Rhyme Time Tuesday in the morning with Miss Heidi. And then we've got the next of our Do Black Lives Matter series. And this one will be covering the devaluation of Black lives in politics and law. And I actually attended the first one this week and I registered for all of them. And it was a very, very good talk, very interesting. Um, learned a lot of things that we don't learn in school, or at least I didn't learn in school. And I highly recommend attending the next three programs if you are able to. And we actually had people attending from like Baltimore and Nebraska and like, you know, lots of people from Wisconsin because they did one of those charts at the beginning where, you know, you entered where you were from and, and people put in where they were from. So lots of people from Wisconsin, but there were people from all over as well. So if you are interested and you don't live in the Sherwood area, you can still tune in and we would welcome you. And then, uh, and you just have to register on our website, sherwoodlibrary.org. And if you click on the event for uh, January 26th, it'll have a link to the Zoom where you register. You just have to give you like your, your name and your email address and then they'll send you a, a verification code. Um, then on Wednesday the 27th, we have our cart to go. And then on the beginning of February, see what we've got coming up. Uh, on the uh, February 2nd, we have the next Black Li Do Black Lives Matter event with Dreddy Jackson, and that one will be on the devaluation of Black Lives in Science and Medicine, which is something that he touched upon a little bit in this last uh, session. He talked about kind of why, why a lot of Black folks are a little hesitant about the vaccine and the history of, of medical testing on Black folks. And, um, and he said he will go more into detail with that in the next session on February 2nd. Also, uh, on Wednesday, February 3rd, we have Art Cart to Go. And on the 3rd, we also have our PM Book Club. And it looks like they're going to be reading Say Nothing, A True Story of Murder and Memory in Northern Ireland by Patrick Redden Keefe. Uh, and that book discussion will be over Zoom. And so you can go to the events calendar and find the Zoom link there and find a description of the book if that sounds interesting to you. And if you're interested in any of our future book clubs, they are always also on the calendar too, if you want to see what they're reading. And then finally, that next, uh, that first week of February, there will be a story time online at 9 a.m. on Thursday, February 4th. So that's what we've got coming up. Fantastic. Also, yeah, I mean, we do have people tuning in from other library stuff, which is great. It's awesome. Yes. I think that's really cool. You know, in some ways, all this pandemic stuff has been awful. And in other ways, it has, you know, been cool and how connected it's allowed people to be over things like Zoom. I mean, you know, people are participating in book clubs and things that normally weren't able to participate because we have these digital offerings. Um, people who might have been homebound, you know, might also be able to participate now as well, which is pretty cool. You know, it has its it has its downsides for sure, but uh, recording this, but it also has some upsides. 
Yeah, for sure. I, I was just just gonna. We're recording yeah. this this yeah, podcast over Discord at his right studio. Now. This is how we're doing things these days because you know it's a pandemic. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's go to from the stacks. Um, we're gonna talk today about. Lisa make, mentioned in the last episode, the make or break challenge. Break. <laughs> um, make or break, don't break. Yeah, hey. that's the challenge that I mentioned that, um, that, uh, make, that I'm doing that Shannon Downey, challenge. she's a professor and maker, has been doing this month to kind of encourage people to make things. And the, the other thing that I was going to say is that Lisa's going to do most of the talking today because um, she is really good at learning things from books, like how to do things from books. Um, I learned if I recall correctly, was it crocheting or knitting that you originally <laughs> learned from a book? Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I am a person that pulls up a YouTube video. When I first learned how to tie a tie um, pre-YouTube, pre uh, I had to pull up like a, a picture on the internet that had like a step-by-step -step guide. Uh -huh. um, and it's awesome because now, you know, YouTube uh, showed me how there's to tie so many tie. videos so, that you can learn things from. So, But, you know, if you're the kind of person who can learn things from books, there's also a lot of books that you can learn things from. Exactly. And, and everybody has different learning styles. So, um, so yeah. Lisa, tell us tell us about some of the books sure. and about the make yeah. So like I said, the, the make don't break challenge is Shannon. She used time. to be a professor at Columbia College and she has a project called Rita's Quilt and is kind of a, a fiber arts activist. And she um, is currently like living her life in an RV and touring around the country. But you know, because of the pandemic, it, her her stuff isn't going exactly how she planned, and so she decided to do this virtual challenge and get you know a lot of her followers to participate. And so the idea is that you make something every day in the month of January, just to kind of get through the winter and get through you know those hard times that a lot of us deal with, especially like in the Midwest and in places where it snows because we're stuck at home and we can't really do as much, you know? Um, and so, so yeah, so she, and she had looked into it and saw that a lot of people who, you know, during the pandemic have been making things, have been, psychologically more resilient than than folks who aren't and so um she decided that this was a good idea and, I, and i've been enjoying it um like i mentioned the time i've been drawing I've, I've been last year i started taking some drawing classes and so one of the books that i've been doing following along with is i've been teaching myself how to draw with pencils um from a book because in my class i'm doing pastels but uh, and it's in my class, we're doing things on a much larger scale, whereas the drawings that I'm doing at home are on a smaller scale and they're, they're in pencil. And I also got some books out on, on how to draw with markers because I just bought myself a set of, of um, Micron pens. And so I want to try and learn how to draw with those as well. Um, but yeah, I've always been somebody who, who easily learned things from books. Um, I learned how to knit from a book probably back in like 2004. Um, I had just graduated from college and I was living in a town where I didn't know a lot of people and I just needed something to occupy myself and I'm left-handed. So like back then YouTube, I don't remember, I don't think was YouTube a thing in 2004. If it was, I don't remember, but I don't think it was. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I know I was on my I, I, I was too, too so busy on my I don't so think I don't YouTube was a thing. And if it was, it wasn't on my radar at least. <laughs> um, and so I, uh, 
yeah, I got some books from, at the time I worked at Barnes and Noble, I got some books from Barnes and Noble and taught myself how to knit. And, you know, they, the pictures showed very clearly how to knit for a left-handed person. And I'm left-handed and, and oftentimes, you know, right-handed people would try to teach me how to do things, but it just didn't, like my brain didn't get it. And so I've often found myself turning to books to be like, okay, this other person who is left-handed has written this out and I can learn from a left-handed person and there's not that many of us. So, you know, got to do what you got to do. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's how I learned how to knit. And um, then a few years later, I learned how to crochet in the same, the same way. And uh, yeah, for some reason, I'm, I'm a visual person, but I'm also like a person who can, who can learn from diagrams and just reading. Um, I, I, I have a, you know, some people have, a learning style where they can only learn visually. Some people have a learning style that only learn, you know, through listening to things. Some people have a, re a learning style where they only learn by reading. I, I'm one of those lucky people who can like do all three um, and all three work for me. But um, I do like books because I like to be able to refer back to, to pictures and things like that. The thing that annoys me about YouTube is like having to rewind and then not getting quite to the spot that I want to be yet. And then having like fast forward and then having to, you know, move around in there. It just annoys me. So like a book, I, I know what page to go back to and I just go back to that page. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I wanted to talk a little bit about the different kinds of stuff in case you are interested. And one thing that like, I know I've, I've, I just wanted to interject that YouTube okay. was created on February 14th. There you go. No YouTube. So and yes, then even then, there was no YouTube when you learned how there to weren't that it. many videos that were like, you know, <laughs> this is how you do this. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I lost my train of thought. Um, it's okay. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Yeah. So, so um, I wanted one, one thing that I know I noticed a lot of the people in our circles and, and people that I've been talking to have been doing during the pandemic is a lot of people are nesting. And so I felt like this episode would be good both for people who are nesting and then also for people who are, you know, looking for things to get through the winter and just want to either learn something new or improve their skills at something. And so the library has a wide variety of things that we offer in terms of books for that. We also have some videos for that. Um, I did not really look that much into videos for this episode, but we, I know that we do have videos on some various topics. And if we don't have videos here at Shorewood, we definitely have videos in the system. Cause Nick asked me before, like, do you have videos on how to like woodwork or videos on how to play the guitar or whatever? Um, and I know that we don't have some of those here, but I know that there are those in the system. So yeah. So some of the books that I've been using personally are, um, I've been making a poncho, which I mentioned on the last episode, out of a book that I got here at the Shorewood Library called 30 Knit Ponchos and Capes by Rita Mason. And it has a variety of different patterns. They're all knitted patterns. Um, and some of them are like little capelets, some of them are longer ponchos. You know, so if, yeah, if you're looking for pattern books, we have a lot of knitting patterns. We have a lot of crochet patterns. We have a lot of uh, books on how to embroider and embroidery patterns. So any kind of needle art, we've got... We've got books here on those. We also have a lot of books on sewing itself. So if you have a sewing machine at home and if you have found yourself wanting to make your home space feel cozier and you want to learn how to make your own pillow covers, like Nick actually wants me to teach him how to make a pillow cover because he's never made one before. And so, um, yes. 
I, I, I have made one before, but it was... <laughs> was that like Homec? <laughs> 1986. Yeah. So he wants me to teach him how to yeah. do that. And so, so it's, it's but, been a know, while. If he didn't have me and he didn't have my sewing machine, he might be able to a book if that was how he learned. You know, he's more of a visual learner. He made these videos or a person in, in person teaching him. But um, if he was a learner like me, he would be able to, to get books from the library. So... Um, here I've got covers for sofas and chairs, and there were a variety of different books. And so what they have is they have information on how to upholster a chair. They've got information on patterns, um, think ways to like instantly cover up a couch or a chair that don't require sewing, but then also ways that do require sewing. Um, and then they like, you know, break things down, like how you do a hem, how you do piping and frills on it, um, different types of seams, different what kind of fabrics you would want to use depending on what kind of piece of furniture it is. Um, so that's one thing and that you know we have a variety of we have uh, we also have stuff for garment making. So if you know you want to try your hand at making your own clothes or making clothes for you know your kids or whatever, uh, we've got a bunch of different books with patterns and we also have the, you know something that like Martha Stewart's Encyclopedia of Sewing and Fabric Crafts that covers a wide variety of sewing and fabric crafts. So in this book, you'll find like how to make your own lunch bag. Um, you'll find how to make a throw uh, for your couch. You know, you'll find how to make clothing. Um, there's stuff on how to make stuffed animals for, or stuffed toys for your kids. Um, there's different things on how to make like felt boards and quilts and uh, you know, tablecloths, so all kinds of different, you know, handkerchiefs, um, things to hang on your wall just for decoration. So this this book in particular covers all, the whole gamut of needle crafts because um, it's, you know, sewing with a sewing machine, but also hand sewing, like it covers embroidery and things like that. Um, it covers applique, it covers quilt, quilting and dyeing and printing on fabrics um, and gives you a lot of different different projects within the book that you can do. So, you know, if you're somebody who's new to a craft, um, sometimes books like this are really cool because it kind of gives you an overview of what's out there. Um, I know when I first got into into needle crafts a little bit more, because I, I started cross-stitching when I was six because my mom taught me, but then in my uh, early 20s, I got interested in, in knitting and crocheting. And I remember going to Barnes and Noble and going to the library and checking out books that were like compendiums of needle crafts. And so I learned about all sorts of different needle crafts, like embroidery that wasn't cross-stitch and uh, tatting and all these different um, things that I, that I didn't really know were out there, you know, and that were potential things that I might learn someday. But right now I'm, you know, I focused on crochet and, and knitting and I've actually started doing some embroidery as well the last few years, but um so yes we go ahead that that i was gonna say that when you went through the list of projects in that <laughs> book it didn't list oh, how no, to sew a no patch your punk, jacket so punk rock like, guy. <laughs> i'm sure there's a youtube <laughs> video on how to do that and actually there you go and actually i, 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 I will make Martha that Stewart did have that in there i just was flipping through the book so <laughs> Applique, that's basically what applique is. Applique is sewing something on top of something else. So like if you're quilting, you might, you know, quilt a little picture of an animal on top of something, or you could sew a patch onto something. So that right there, ha, huh, applique. <laughs> All right. That's going to be the name of our next If you're not as into the, the fiber arts and you want to do stuff at home to 
to nest like woodworking or if you're trying to do home projects we also have a variety of books on that so like I found this book on the shelf today called flooring instant answers and so it's you know all about different types of flooring um, how to clean and repair your floors uh, different maintenance problems how to lay out your floors whether you want to replace your floors or repair them uh, we also in the woodworking section had a, this book called woodcraft master the art of green woodworking with key techniques and inspiring projects uh, by barn the spoon and this book has everything from how to make your own cutting board to how to make your own captain's chair and your own cooking spoons. And then um, it has like step-by-step -step instructions. And then at the end of the book, it also has a, a guide on different tools that you would need, different hardware that you would need, and kind of uh, some design, uh, design guides as well if you're trying to design your own pieces. And um, it also has a section on turning. So if you are interested in making your own chair legs and doing turning and, and that kind of stuff. Um, it has a section on arc work. So if you're doing bowls, knife work. So if you know, if you want to uh, do things more like, like carving. So there's for in the knife work section, uh, he's got like how to make a bangle. He's got how to, uh, how to make a toggle, um, a bunch of different, different designs and information. And each, each one breaks it down as to like what you'll need in terms of materials, uh, what skills you were, you'll learn how to do with this project. Um, and then it has like a design guide and pictures that show you the process of how to go about doing it. And it's actually really cool. Like I've always been curious about working and, you know, we've, we've done a little bit at home, but I have never, I've never really like made a thing from wood and looking at this book, I'm like, I want to yeah. check this book out and I want to like make one of these things. Cause it looks it looks fun. Um. Yeah, I've, I've, as you, as you know, I've made a lot of things from wood, but they've always been very simple things. And it would be, it would be, it would be nice to make something that was more, yeah, like yeah. I'm an artisan. Yeah, and this, this particular <laughs> that, book looks like it's I, like, you know, it, they're simple things, but like you're with a little bit of artistry thrown in, um, and so. You know, rather than just kind of throwing a bunch of wood together with some some screws, it looks like there's a little bit more more involved. And and yeah, it looks really cool. So we've got we've got a bunch of books on woodcraft. Um, if you are, you know, it's spring is going is right around the corner. If you're interested in gardening and growing your own vegetables, we have a variety of books on how to lay out your vegetables. Whether you want to do container, companion planting, um, you know, how you want to design your garden, different types of plants that you can grow in different regions. Um, so yeah, we've got, go ahead. Does, you, does, does the library have that book that you read a number of years ago on companion planting? I remember um, you got a I lot own of a really couple of books on companion planting. And I know that we have books on companion planting. I don't know that we have the one I have. Um, I'm gonna look right now. Uh, let's see. The one I have at home is called Carrots Love Tomatoes. Um, we don't have that one here, but it is available in the system. So if people wanted to check that one out and there are several yeah, other ones cool. and I know we have some here, I just don't know the titles off of the top of my head. And then if you're more into the arts, uh, we also have several books on learning how to draw, on learning how to paint, on learning how to, um, play music. Uh, so I actually found this one on the shelf today called Music Essentials for Singers and Actors, Fundamentals of Notation, Sightseeing, Theory by Andrew Girl. Jurel. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. It's G-E-R-L-E. And um, so this one breaks down how to read music, how to write music, um, and just basic 
music theory. Um, and then we also have books on learning how to play the piano and, and books on learning how to play, you know, instruments and how to sing as well. And then we also, like I said, uh, I know we have some videos here on that. And I know that there's, there's definitely videos available in the system on that as well. So whether you're a visual learner and you need videos or whether you're a person who, you know, is also a visual learner, but also reads by or learns by reading, you know, there, there are resources here at the library for you. Um, and you don't just have to rely on YouTube, though YouTube is great. Um. I, I've got two, two stories I want to share. When you were talking about the woodworking book, it took me back again to 1986 when I made the pillow, because in middle school, half of the, half of the year you had to take uh -huh. uh, home ec, and then half of the year you had to take industrial arts. Yeah. And we had our industrial arts book, um, which is basically shop. Um, <clears throat> and uh, the book, every page, there would be a thing that said, Sammy safety says, <laughs> and then it would be like, you know, don't put your hand through the saw, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and so it, when you were talking, going over the woodworking book, it made me think of that. And then the other thing is, is I just want to throw Lisa under the bus because earlier at the beginning of the pandemic, <laughs> I wanted to learn how to play the harmonica riff. From the, from the Wizard by Black Sabbath, and Lisa nixed that like a, a week into the pandemic. I'm sorry, like, but no. the harmonica is not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have practiced when I was at home, but at, those, at the beginning, we were both home all the time, and it, I'm sorry. I mean... I know. You lost your fire. I lost my fire. I lost my fire for the now you, can, now you can do it. I'm not there. <laughs> you won't drive me crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, finally, if you are interested in cooking and baking or drink mixing, we've got a variety of books on those topics as well. Um, and Nick actually and I have dived into the instant pot cookbooks <laughs> the last couple of weeks because we... I think we mentioned in the last episode that we got an Instant Pot for the holidays. And so the one that we used the most in the last couple of weeks uh, is called Instant Pot Asian Pressure Cooker Meals by Patricia Temu Tenumi Harjia, I believe is how you pronounce her name. Um, and so far we've made quite a few things out of that. And um, at first Nick didn't believe me how awesome the Instant Pot was because I, uh, I made beans and I was like, it took 20 minutes. And he's like, I don't know, we'll see. And then you can tell him about your first Instant Pot. Experience. Well, well. First off, um, we we cut. I like my vegetables kind of mushy. Um, I am. I'm. I'm not a crisp uh, vegetable person. For some reason, I, I, I don't like a mushy. I like them in between. Like cooked. Um. Some. Some. some <laughs> I, it, before Lisa came into my life, I basically caramelized everything that I cooked. Um, but anyways, so so we cut up uh, the carrots, and Lisa cut the carrots like really thick. And I was like, "There's no way that this is gonna like, um, you know, cook these carrots all the way through." And it it you know spends its like eight minutes pressurizing, and then cooks for two to three minutes, and all of the <laughs> the carrots were cooked all the way through. And I was just my mind was just. <laughs> I just didn't I just didn't understand. Uh, but uh but yeah it's 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 been fun but it's it's also um 
kind of like when you have those those recipes or, or you, if you watch like the cooking shows on TV um, where people are moving really fast because they got to do this thing and that thing and this other thing. The, a lot of the Instant Pot recipes are, have been fun, but they they work best with two people. So I'm standing there um, in some cases holding holding the book and, you know, um, giving the instructions. Um, and Lisa's like, no, you do this. And I'm like, no, you do that. Um, and it's it's been a lot of fun and but i still am i'm astounded at how it can do everything in one thing um in one pot in in many cases and that uh yeah yeah no yeah, and i think a, i think you could do it on a, your a own like, I, like i've thought about it you know if, if i needed to do it on my own and you weren't there i think i would yeah. prep all the vegetables and prep everything first like all the cutting and all the, the spices and everything have everything out and then i would be able to do everything easily but um Yes, exactly. <laughs> just, just, just like you're on a morning food. show. Yes, yeah, so, so and, far uh, out of it, we've made <laughs> aloo gobi, which is an Indian dish that is uh, potatoes and um, some spices and peas. And uh, we've made panang curry, and we've made the lohan mixed vegetables out of it. I... Oh, the, the panay curry, yeah. <laughs> the for breakfast this morning. Yeah, and every recipe has been good so far. I, like, I've, I've always wanted to learn how to make aloo gobi because it's one of my favorite Indian dishes. Um, but I never knew how, and I learned how to make it. I can make this all the time now. Aloo gobi is so delicious. Yeah, it's cauliflower, cauliflower, potatoes, and peas. Like, those are, like, three of my favorite no, foods. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, it's 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 been a been a fun adventure, and that that is something that is even though there's a lot of things that I prefer to learn by watching videos. Cookbooks are the one thing where it's like I need my line by line instructions because I'm not actually watching, you know, looking at diagrams trying to see like how to julienne a fry or something or a potato or something. I'm I'm just reading line mm -hmm. by line. You do this, you do this, do this. And I'm very chronological. Um, and uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, give I me know, a sometimes sequence you get mad and I will follow it. I like skip steps and then you're like, no, go back. <laughs> yep. And, and, and what happens when sometimes you skip steps? Sometimes things turn out Lisa? great and sometimes they're a little. <laughs> but sometimes they're still delicious, even though I skip steps. That's why I'm not like a master baker because I'm not yeah, I'm not very good at the like I'm I'm okay at it. Like it depends on I have to be in the right headspace to follow the steps exactly in chronological order. I tend to do things where I'm just like, oh, you just you know, it needs it needs you know a quarter cup of, of flour and a tablespoon of sugar or whatever, and then I you know sometimes you're supposed to sift things and then you add this because food science, but I'm just like I'm just gonna throw it all in a bowl and mix it. Up. And sometimes that, that works and sometimes it doesn't work. And I've learned that. I'm like, okay, yeah. I need to go back it, step by step. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, 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 it's funny because, like, you know, you've, you've had my chocolate chip cookies countless times. And they are almost always the same. But it's usually when I do something different, like, like melting the butter uh, or the, uh, the margarine uh, on, on the stove instead of, you know, letting yeah. it soften naturally and, yep, then, food and then whipping it. it it changes the <laughs> texture um yeah food science so, so that is why you follow instructions uh, if you had so. to 
think of a topic that you wanted to learn about. What could you like? What would you want to learn about? And I like guess you. Wow, me. I mean, I'd like. I, to I wasn't sure if you were sending that out to the world. But yeah, I'm curious about if if you if you had to use the library to learn, what would you would you pick? Um, I do I do like the idea of uh, of there are some science things about woodworking that I think would be beneficial to learn from because there is some science to wood that is different than just like with cooking um, having to do with like the the moisture in the air and all of these things that like the texture that alter the the um, the uh, yeah the 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 ability for the wood to absorb the stain. That was our neighbor uh, when I, I was going to stain the uh, stain the the porch. Like started talking to me about um, ah. Long story long story short, he was he was concerned that the moisture in the air was not going to be good for staining the uh, staining the uh, the deck. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's you know it yeah, was a, yeah. a legit concern sure. because that those things affect things. Cool. So yeah, so if you have any interest. In learning things, um, whether, you know, it's a new hobby or you want to nest some more at home, make your home more cozy. We, like I said, we've been doing quite a bit of that. And a lot of people, you know, have been doing a lot of that. Um, we, we rearranged our entire kitchen pantry last year and, um, put in some shelves and, um, have been, you know, slowly fixing our place up to, we installed like a, a light in our entryway, you know, lots of little things. I mean, when you spend a lot of your time at home because you're not going to work. All of a sudden, you, I want to make home way more comfortable than it is right now. When it's just a place that you go out to to, to like have dinner yeah. and sleep, you're just like, yeah, hey, whatever. But when you're like actually there twenty four seven, you're like, I guess I should make this place feel more comfortable. Yeah, no, absolutely, and I, I'm I'm glad that we have. Though it's funny because. You know things like the Instapot change change our change our life in in also in a nesting sense because it's like okay now we yeah. have this thing where are we gonna put it oh we have to buy something new yeah, to put it on. Yeah, and we did. On. Craigslist is great. So. So. <laughs> I I. Yeah. I, if, yeah. If, well, now if you know we were so busy, to, I would get one of these books. To put it on. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, there's the, the library has a wealth of, of books on how to do different things. And, uh, um, For sure. yeah, I, I, um, it's a, it's next episode, hopefully we into. will be talking about ready player two. Hopefully it's good. Uh, and so. Yeah, I, I, I do we no even idea. know what I, the premise just... of the, of the second one is? I, 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 I was just like, it's ready player two. And and it occurred it occurred to me that you know we've been excited about this since November. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no I, I idea what the storyline is. That what we know scenario, and I was like, I'm in. Um, yeah, so we'll find out this weekend because we we're probably going to start it this weekend. And we also want to know if there's any topics in particular, any genres that you listeners would like us to cover. Um, one thing that Nick and I are hoping to do this year is genre dives where we will assign genres to each other that we might not typically read or watch or listen to. And so just to kind of get an outsider's perspective on something, but we are interested in hearing what kind of genres or what kind of topics you'd like us to dive into as well. Um, so 
Yeah, and to, to give to give give people a greater ton, context of what that means, it's it's like when I when I pitched it to Lisa, it's like, okay, here I'm gonna give you a list of like 10 metal records and I, you know, just pick out like a few of them and listen to them and you know, give 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 your perspective on perspective on them from the outside. And uh that way yeah. I, I figure yeah. I think I think if we'll uh, uh, listeners though if they want to suggest, you know, you don't have to suggest <laughs> specific titles of anything, I think you can also be like, you know, I want you guys to talk about romance novels <laughs> or or I want you guys to talk about or, or dad. Um, I don't know science fiction TV shows. Um yeah, we have we haven't delved into our our finishing of Star Trek Discovery. That will we'll save that for next episode. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> you listeners couldn't see the face that I made but on yeah, the We can talk about that I've next episode. But yeah, so oh, if there's so any kind of like feelings. you know movie genre, music genre, if you're like, I want you know you guys to this kind of music and talk about this, um, you know, or suggest you want us to suggest titles from certain genres, whether you, you know it's science fiction or westerns or spy thrillers or you know cookbooks or you know whether it's nonfiction, fiction whatever we are want to hear about so you can email us at shorewood stacks uh and that's stacks spelled out uh, s-t-a-c-k-s at gmail.com or you can comment on podbean if you're listening to us through podbean um and we will we will try and cover whatever you guys suggest. We are looking forward to hearing what you guys want to listen to. Um, yeah. Yeah. Short <laughs> yes. public library worldwide. Uh, always, we want uh, your suggestions. You can find us on Spotify and iTunes. And we hope you have enjoyed the show. If you have any questions or comments for us, you can also email us at shortwoodstacks at gmail.com or you can. Uh, contact us via our social media channels. We are on Facebook and we are on Twitter um, under the Shoreward Library handle. And thanks for listening and be well. The Short Stacks is produced by Lisa Quintero and Nick Barron for the Short Public Library. Music for this episode is by Kevin McLeod and is called Ice Flow and can be found at incompetech.com.